This podcast contains explicit language and references to sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Listener discretion is advised. This episode has been re-released without music. If you'd like to listen to this episode with music included, please check us out on Spotify. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Lyrical Innuendo, the podcast they ask the ultimate question, is this song about sex, drugs, or is it just rock and roll? I'm your host, Bubba Wheat, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Rehack. How are you doing today? I am doing well, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm looking forward to uh, this this episode and, and the next episode, you know, a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners, but uh, we tend to record these in blocks. Uh, but um, we do have a guest. This is our uh, guest episode, and... Joining us is another Rabbit Hole podcast member and someone from the another musically uh, oriented podcast called Musically In- uh, Musically Ignorant. Uh, Lackey, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's good to have you on. It's uh, we're going a, a little classic again with today's song. And since you are the guest and this song was your choice, why don't you go ahead and set us up? Let us know what song you picked and a little bit of why you picked it. Um, so the song I picked uh, is, uh, as you mentioned, it is a classic. It's, uh, I believe it was the Beatles' first big hit in America, Please Please Me. And uh, I thought this was an innocuous song. Uh, for most of my life until about two years ago when I, I started becoming aware of a rumor that it's actually about oral sex. Yeah. I I, I did not actually know very much about this song. This was a song that, like, I'm not a huge Beatles fan, but I wasn't that familiar with it. Like, I thought I knew it, and then I listened to it, and I was like, no, I don't know this song at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Nick? What's what's your background with this song? I love this song. I love this album. This is maybe my second favorite Beatles album. It's just great. And anytime that I really enjoy singing along to this one, I saw her standing there. Uh, I really like uh, Twist and Shout. There's a place like I. There's just something about the album as a whole that is just so fantastic, but I really, really dig this song in general. I think because it's just so different for the Beatles in that it's harmonica heavy. I mean, yeah, you got like Love Me Do is also a little heavy on the harmonica, but none of the other ones go as hard on the harmonica as this one does. And I, it's not something you get a lot in music, I think. Yeah, and yeah. if if you're listening uh, to this on Spotify, which I I was a little bit surprised because I for some reason I was thinking that uh, a lot of Beatles songs weren't on Spotify, but uh, this this is on Spotify. So uh, if you were listening, uh, I'm going to say Spotify just a few more times. 
but if you are listening to us on Spotify, then we are going to take just a quick break and play the song for you right now. Yeah, I I, I did look up a little bit more background info and uh, this Please Please Me was the Beatles' first album and it was their first single in the U.S., but they... Um, had Love Me Do was their first one in the UK, which did come out before this. It was released on January 11th, 1963. And the this song was relatively popular, but the Beatles really blew up after the um after I Want to Hold Your Hand. That was like their their first like block, you know, massive single. And after that came out, this uh, this song was re-released as a single, and it hit number three right behind uh, "I Want to Hold Your Hand" and uh, I forget what the other, but like a, another Beatles song. So they had the top three songs, and I, I did look it up, and it was originally recorded as as a slower tempo. Um, uh, I think McCartney said that he was going for like a Roy Orbison feel to it. And, but producer George Martin disliked it and he had them work up a faster tempo for their next recording session. And that's what ended up on the album. And like reading that, it, it made me think that that story was at least partially inspired the the movie, That Thing You Do. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that part. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I, like I know in in that thing you do, it's it's really just the drummer that decides to play the faster beats. But that it's, it's the whole thing where the song didn't become popular until it's uh, they played it faster. I couldn't imagine this being a slow Roy Orbison style song though, because I feel like the Roy Orbison songs, when he's singing them slow, they become a little more like drawn out and operatic and just kind of just so much more like passionate and full. And I, I really dig this one as kind of fast and upbeat. Cause it's like, Hey, come on. Like he's trying to like, like there's this urgency to it. And I think that just adds to the fun before I started reading the lyrics. Cause <laughs> 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 then it becomes like, well, what's going on here? Yeah. I'm having trouble imagining it as a Roy Orbison style ballad as well. Um, it, it just, I, I, I think this was definitely a, a great choice by George Martin to, tell them to speed it up and add a harmonica um, <laughs> because uh, it, it just really adds a lot of oomph and, and like Nick says, urgency to the song. Yeah. And like this, this definitely feels like a, a, an early Beatles song. You know, I, I've heard, I mean, clearly like anyone else our age that I've, I've heard a lot of Beatles songs and I enjoy a lot of their Beatles songs. I, I think my favorite era is probably like their their more uh, silly songs like uh, like I am the walrus that that era yellow submarine uh-huh. yeah. yellow submarine octopus's garden stuff like that mm-hmm. I was just listening to that song today that's such a fun <laughs> song any of the Ringo songs are just fun I mean even on this one he's singing boys and it's like we get it you're the fun one of the group Ringo like have at it uh huh and you know, I even. Even something like uh, I I I don't remember the name of the song, but it's the last one on uh, the White Album that he sings. E- even the, even that's kind of got there. There's a little bit of um, almost a frivolity to Ringo. Mm-hmm. Was that one Buffalo Buffalo Bill Bungalow Bill? Bungalow hey, Bill's sung by Bungalow John. Bill. Really? Because yeah, okay. 
threw me on that one. I uh, for the longest time I thought that was Ringo, but okay. Uh, you can you can make him. You can definitely make out his voice in the harmony during mm-hmm. the during the chorus. But yeah, uh, Bungalow Bill is a John song. The okay. the, the 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 white album is I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a huge expert on the white album but the white album between the white album and Abbey Road those are like my favorite you know Beatles albums and I listen to them pretty much twice a month at least and they're <laughs> such good albums again I was listening yeah, to Abbey Road today like it's it's so good I could just talk about that album all day uh-huh. <laughs> even though we're here to talk about the uh, implications of oral sex in Please Please Me <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I always, you know, I, I always thought of this era of music and, and the Beatles especially, even though I I had always heard that Lucy in the Sky with, of, with Diamonds it was uh, supposed to be about LSD. Mm, classic. But there are other songs I hadn't really heard anything kind of dirty. I've, I always thought of them as, you know, very... 60s 60s rocky pop uh just very clean cut like almost still still with like the 50s era you know the june cleaver that kind of thing even though <laughs> like that i like that i like that that's the go-to is june cleaver <laughs> <laughs> like that's the image i have in my head even though like kind of just me thinking about it right now it, it it's like it the Beatles did have this like sex symbol rock star to them, but looking at their music from like a nineties and two thousands perspective, it, mm. it, it feels very clean cut compared to today. And then looking at the lyrics on their, their first U S single, it's like, yeah, they, <laughs> I re- immediately got a, an oral sex uh, vibe to it it's it's it, it was you know my i'm a beatles fan because my parents were beatles fans mm-hmm. um my particularly my mother was of the generation that grew up listening to the beatles my mother actually remembered watching the beatles on their first appearance on ed sullivan and um this is sort of almost like background music to my childhood and teenage years so it to me this music is very innocuous or two it was very innocuous until later in life and i i didn't particularly since i'm a fan more of a fan of the later beatles than the early beatles i didn't really give a whole lot of thought to what this song was about and um oh that's my tattoo um never mind i'm sorry i'm easily distracted tonight (laughs) um so i i I don't know what the context was. I don't know where I ran across this, but I I, I I was doing something on the internet. I was running, I ran across this theory. Yeah, please, please me is, is the singer complaining about how he'll go down on his girlfriend, but his girlfriend won't go down on him. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, so then I like, I like Googled the topic and apparently people have been talking about this for ages and I never realized it. Yeah, I, I mean, getting into the lyrics, you know, just the first, um, like the first chorus, please, please me like I please you. Mm-hmm. You don't need to show me the way, love. Why do I always have to say, have to it say? That that doesn't sound right. Um, Why do I always have to say, love? Yeah. And, and it was it, it was something like, it was kind of like a bomb went off in my head. 
that uh, I, it was not something I'd ever really thought about. But but yeah, the the, the question was okay. Uh, how many other Beatles songs have like these hidden messages that I'm not aware of? Yeah, well, they all do. Even... You just play them backwards, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Paul is dead. <laughs> Paul is dead. Revolution Nine. Yeah, all that, all that jazz. It's yeah, funny and... because none of the implications of oral sex came to me until the email came through from Bubba Wheat. It was like, "Yeah, Lackey wants to talk about please, please me." And I'm like, "Okay, the Beatles song." I'm like, "That's a really great song he picked." I'm like. Wait a second. Why did he pick this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you think about it, like, what else? What else really would it be about? Like, please, please me. I, I mean, it is a love song, and you also have the chorus saying, "Come on, come on." Like, oh, would you really have this? You know, everybody rooting for. Yeah, come on, come on you know, be more compassionate towards each other, you know, give each other gifts and be more romantic <laughs> towards each other. Uh -huh. Each other a mouth gift. No, I, I I, genuinely think it's of that pure early 60s, like, hey, I walked with you home from school to your house. Like, you should reciprocate and walk home with me to my house. Or, you know, I met your parents, you should meet mine. I think it's a true reciprocity like of love and of like a gifts of of some sort you know what i mean i sure you could take the sex route but i i think it is just a touch more wholesome than that even with the line i do all the pleasing with you it's so hard to reason with you well yeah why do you make me blue oh the blue part really <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all right you got me on that one <laughs> that it, it, one you got me it's just one of those. It's just one of those things. It's really easy. I, I I couldn't tell you for sure whether I really have a theory of what was going through. You know, Lennon. Uh, presumably, Lennon wrote the lyrics. What was going through his mind when he wrote the lyrics? But yeah, I, I think it was a, these... initially. It, it was initially credited to McCartney, but then they later on later re-releases they changed it to Lennon McCartney. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um. It, but but it is one of those things where like obviously we'll never know because like John Lennon's been dead <laughs> since 1980, uh, so we can't actually ask the guy. Um, but uh, you, you know it is one of those things where I I think I wouldn't put it particularly past Lennon to kind of code some of these things into his lyrics. It's it's again. It's uh, we're talking about the early 60s. Music was a lot less explicit then, obviously. Um, and um, there there I, I don't I, I don't discount out of hand the theory that um, the, the idea that he might have had that there might be something less than wholesome going on in this song. Um, it yeah, looks... there's there's not really that much to it either because I, I mean this this is a pretty short song. Mm -hmm. uh, I I didn't I, I don't have like the actual time, but it's at least in terms of like verses. There's really only like three. There's only really one like long verse, and then there's three like just two line verses. Almost and like the a last half one, verse almost. Yeah. And the last one is mostly just, you know, saying, repeating the please, please me like I please you. But um, the, there's not a whole lot to the lyrics other than, you know, why, why 
I don't want to sound complaining, but you know, there's always rain in my heart, which that, that one, I, I don't, I don't quite get what, what he's trying to say with that. Uh, I don't want to sound complaining, but you know, there's always rain in my heart. I do all the pleasing. It's so with you. It's all unreasonable. It's like, I, I think it's just a question of reciprocity. He's depressed because whatever he, ex- whatever he feels he's giving to his, his, his girlfriend or wife. Um, and it, I, I think Lennon married young. So I'm, I'm not discounting the idea. He might've been married at this time, uh, wife or girlfriend saying, you, you know, let's have a little bit of, you know, you got to give and, you know, you know, I got to give, you got to give and you got to take, and I'm doing all the giving and you're doing all the taking. Yeah. You can't have a headache for this long. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing is, the other thing is, is that I think needs to be kept in mind is that it looks, it, it this is a sound song that sounds to us very wholesome now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was really kind of radical. I mean, not to say that it completely, you know, not to say that it completely blew up the pop music landscape at the time, but it was fairly radical. You know, a, a lot of, a lot of these earlier rock and roll songs really are pioneering uh and in, in terms of um you know just in terms of sound and, and the use of words and so forth um in, in terms of what you can get away with so what you might what seems to us um to be very innocuous or wholesome now could have been completely earth-shattering and savage at the time which is so crazy to think about and something so simple as this, even with songs like I want to hold your hand. It makes me think of walk hard uh, when he's singing, take my hand and they're freaking out. And he's like, you know who holds hands the devil. And they make it into this like devil worship kind of thing. Rock and roll is the devil. And it's just so wild to think that a song like this would rile people up compared to what people say on the radio nowadays, uh, even in the most, you know, uh, non-pleasant, not not pleasant. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but no matter the genre, it feels like we're just kind of pushing and pushing and pushing. And this song feels like absolutely, you know, nothing wrong, like a hundred percent harmless when like you were saying lackey back then, not really the case. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to say that this is, you know, this, this song is to 1963. What closer was in 1994 <laughs> but you know i'm not entirely trying to say that but i'm not entirely trying to dismiss that idea either yeah you, you never know it's how dare they put that trash on the radio yeah exactly <laughs> those four boys with their long hair get a haircut hippie yeah and your mop top uh, but I think I think we're good to go for our final verdicts. So and, uh, you know, I, I think I know where most of us are going to come down on this. But uh, Blackie, final verdict. Is this song about sex, drugs or is it just rock and roll? Oh, I I'll, I'll come down on the sex side. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm right there with you. Like as soon as I read the lyrics, I'm like, yeah, this this is definitely about reciprocating oral sex. It, it's. It's about a guy that wants to get a blowjob now and then. <laughs> so, Nick, what's what's your final verdict? I'd love to be the contrarian and say it's just good old <laughs> rock and roll, but I think I'm going to have to come down on the sex part. Uh, in that, yeah, he's just he wants some back. 
that's pretty much it. I'm given. It'd be nice to receive. Please. <laughs> yeah, please, please me. All right. Well, that does it for an, another episode of Lyrical Innuendo. Thank you so much, Lackey, for joining us today. And why don't you go ahead and take a moment and let everybody else know where else you can be found online. Where where can I find, where can I be found online? I can be found at the same place that you find uh, lyrically innuendo. My podcast, musically ignorant, uh, is also a part of the Rabbit Hole uh, Network and can be found on Spotify and I'm sure in many other fine podcast aggregators. All right, and uh, we will be back in two weeks with a uh, listener request episode, and of course. We have all our newest episodes are on Spotify with the music included. And our, if you are not listening on Spotify, uh, and we have our five newest ones there. And uh, we do release the uh, our older episodes every other week as well on without the music included on all the other podcatchers. Uh, and we do include links to the... Uh, the song on Spotify, as well as YouTube, and the the music video whenever applicable. And uh, uh, until next time, uh, please please us with a five star review on Spotify. This podcast has been produced for Rabbit Hole Podcasts. You can find the site at rabbitholepodcasts.com. Thanks to Jason Soto as executive producer, Nick Rehack as my co-host, and thank you for listening. You can also get a 30-day free trial of Audible at audibletrial.com slash rabbitholepod.